0: Okay. So Karam. Okay. We recently asked people to ask us questions and now we have to reply to them. Hmm. So opinions on Kendrick's new album.
1: We're getting right into it. Okay. Um, I mean, uh it's not really a new new album anymore, but I mean personally, like obviously I liked it. It's be a bit weird if I didn't. I didn't think it was. Like, I don't know, man. I don't think it was five years worth of waiting, but I really don't think anybody could drop an album that's worth five years of waiting. Uh,
0: yeah. And, like, anyways, I think it was a little overhyped, but I think there were some cool sounds on it, especially that song We Cry Together. Yeah. I thought that was a cool concept. It was, but it did remind me of this Eminem song called "Stan." I to say it
1: reminds you of home. I was gonna like that would be really fucked. All right, yeah. What did you say?
0: There's this Eminem song called "Stan" where yeah. he talks to like
1: like a fan. Some
0: yeah, like a crazy obsessed fan who's trying to kill himself and like kill his girlfriend. But
1: it's... what? What? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, adding on to your point, uh, I agree. I think it, it did it did have some shared uh, musicalness, uh, but I think it was a. I haven't seen something like that explored before. I've seen people do their intros and stuff with like them arguing with somebody, but like this was like you know they were singing and they were fighting. It was. It was cool i liked it do but... you
0: think everything in music has like been done before
1: uh, yeah for sure uh not every single thing but it's kind of like it's kind of like fashion and art and just shit in general no you can't you can't you'll never have like a completely original idea there have been way too many people and <sighs> there's been way too much time for everyone to have come up with you know, for anyone to have come up with like a completely brand new idea. I think it's kind of like the situation of like reinventing the the wheel. Like you can make it better, you can build on it, but at the end of the day, the core uh, is definitely like, he was definitely inspired by something and the person who created that inspiration was inspired by something. And I mean, of course, it eventually comes back to like a root cause, but I think today it is incredibly difficult to find to find an idea without some sort of inspiration and I think if it obviously comes from inspiration then it's in some way or another been done before but I'd like to think that you know people can come up with things by themselves and a lot of people kind of take like a style and make it their own thing um like Vetmo, I mean this is this is not even answering that question anymore but Vetements, like. They, they did the whole ironic shirt uh, trend shit that we're seeing uh, and that we have seen for the last, like, four or five months. Uh, they
0: also did, like, logo mania before these other brands started doing it. But to add to your point, I think before, at least, like, music right now, there were, like, specific subcultures and people, like, had like very specific tastes you know like back in the 90s for example Mm. like rock music that was like let's say that was a subculture but now as we have more access to the internet like there is there are no more like original subcultures left you know just become like trends and aesthetics that people like for a bit before they change their mind so it's a double-edged sword because that's allowed, like, in music especially, like, sounds from many sort of aesthetics to come together and blend. Yeah, and
1: it's given, like, like, a lot of music is very culturally inspired nowadays. If you look at, like, Kanye's music, there's a lot of music that relates to his heritage. uh, And, you know, the beats, the songs, that whole... Uh, I forgot the name of that album. I'm sorry, guys. That whole, like, Jesus album. Was,
0: uh,
1: was obviously very much inspired by his upbringing and by, you know, his youth. Like his
0: personal views.
1: So yeah, yeah, his views on Christianity. And, he, you know, that is something that is explored a lot. So I think, you know, obviously, it's not like Christianity is a subculture by any measure. But <laughs> uh, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that...
0: He just making fan art for Jesus.
1: Oh, that's actually a bang. I'm naming this episode there. That's that, that's crazy. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think uh I think for a lot of like if you look at like punk music, that obviously came back and uh made its way into rap. Uh and that was obviously someone else's interpretation of punk and the whole punk genre and what punk means to them and shit like that and you know another really good thing about um subcultures getting more popular or like people being able to get into them much more easily now i don't think that's a great thing but one thing that it's definitely had a big impact on is now it's a lot more inclusive you know in the past you could not join certain subcultures if you were from a certain race or sexuality or you know some bullshit like that uh but now you know we see a lot more uh creators and um, influencers and things kind of taking the world by storm by putting their own cultural spin on these subcultures and obviously that is really cool to see i have
0: two like questions to ask you based on this firstly mm. what are your opinions on gatekeeper?
1: oh uh I- i'm an ex-gatekeeper so i i used to have like a like, a serious, like, a fucking, like, a serious problem. Um, and my friends will remember this. But there was a point where I had, like, a, a bit of a passion for making sure that nobody knew the things I was talking about. And I now when I look back on that, it's just, like, that's lame as fuck. But that is kind of different from, in terms of, like, uh, the broad spectrum of, like, subcultures gatekeeping did sort of keep those subcultures uh not alive because everybody wanted to be xyz at some point or another but it kept them a lot more authentic and you know yeah. when i guess the 90s equivalent of an you know an indie girl uh decided oh i want to try being like a hardcore new metal fan it was just like ah i mean that is a, it's a bit weird right and i think that's when the gatekeeping kind of started when people from different uh, subcultures and things decided to try hopping into ones that were very different from theirs and now i mean gatekeeping it has its it has i its- feel
0: like nowadays gatekeeping has become really negative like i'm sure originally the intentions were never to like i mean obviously like racist undertones and misogynistic undertones were a thing but Mm. the broad idea in general of just kind of protecting an ideology you believe in but now with the internet and social media it just like it turns negative a lot of the times but this brings me to my next question that was asked what defines your music taste?
1: Uh, I mean personally, you know what, let me think about this you you go first
0: um I feel like I don't have a specific music taste. It just kind of like depends on what I'm into at the moment. Mm-hmm. like there are different phases in my life where I'm introduced to new music or I'm like feeling different kind of vibes and I just kind of want music that fits with it. Different but kind of- recently I've been kind of into rock music okay. like a few days ago, like, like the old rock. I found the song called Kashmir by Led Zeppelin, okay. which is, it's a good song bro. you should listen to it. And then just like other old rock bands, like the Killers, mm. um, like when you were young, that's a good song. But then other times I wake up and I'm just like, today is a playboy cardi kind of day.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But <laughs> I was looking through some of my playlists and then I found some really old ones and I remembered that I had like a Motorama and like Karen Joy's. Bro, phase.
1: I I had a Motorama phase. I remember uh, sending uh, these songs to an unnamed girl and. <laughs> Uh, sh- well it's not really unnamed but like it's
0: uh, a- I mean <laughs> she told me and that's when I was just like damn okay well he has an ounce of personality
1: it, okay that's kind of fucked up that motorama is what I never mind um, we were
0: back in the day that was like two years ago
1: holy shit that was two years ago wow anyway um, yeah for me it's similar but For me, like, I, if I hit shuffle on my liked songs, it would go through, like, a dozen different genres in a dozen different songs. Because, personally, like, I, my feelings in, like, a certain moment, like you said, dictate the kind of music I want to have around me. And so if I'm at the gym, right, then sometimes I'm in the mood to, like, you know, listen to like yeet uh and other times i turn on like house music and i just like be dancing in the gym and then when i'm at home or if i'm like working uh sometimes i need some of that chilled violin music other times i gotta put on my like hyper pop playlist and just like go at it so i think different moments
0: i don't know if this is weird but when i'm working and i'm listening to music like if it's a chill task and I don't need to think much and I'll just listen to any like playlist, but when I'm like really intensely focusing on something, I play like one song on repeat and then I just kind of fall into the rhythm of it as I do the work. And like every time I've had some like big project that I've had to pull on all night or all, yeah. I just like find one random song that I was like, okay. That that's is really it. And then I played. that,
1: that- <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you right now. That is, that's a little weird.
0: That is just my productivity tactic.
1: Thanks, man. I mean, because it, like, it works.
0: I'm not really paying attention to the music, you know, but it's just kind of there. And like, yeah. as I'm doing the work.
1: Makes it a bit more fun. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next question. Let me see what I got on the menu. Okay. What is a type of clothing that you dislike passionately?
0: all right. Um, yeah, I said this before and I'll say it again. Like, I don't passionately dislike anything because all the fashion content that I kind of consume is curated to like stuff that I'm inclined to. So I really don't see stuff that I'm like, ew, this is not it. But what about you? Uh,
1: I think like, yeah, I'm definitely in the same boat, but there have been certain trends which like popped up like now and then, which are just like, ah, it's just a bit lame, you know? Um, Like, for example, that whole white crop top with like four words on it, which was some shit like, you know, like I'm too hot for you or some shit like that. Or, you know, or just a shirt like that OG BFF vibe. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's just, yeah. I never liked it. I thought it was just. I always kind of thought it was just a bit lame because it was like trying too hard to be something that like fashion once was. And uh, yeah, I guess like O.G.P.F. have like Loki. They made some cool shit like bikinis and stuff, which if I was a girl, I would totally rock. But I have a, I have. Some I feel shit.
0: like they were cool oh. before, and then. Everyone started doing it, and then it became cringy.
1: I mean, yeah, I would argue that like it was just always kind of just like just a bit lame, low effort. Uh, I I have a I strongly appreciate like even if I don't particularly like a design, I coming from a graphic design perspective and knowing the effort that goes into like making uh, a really nice design, even if it's not visually appealing to me. I can definitely appreciate like the hard work that went into it. And then wait, wait.
0: hold on, hold on. It's Kashali's birthday right now. So Kashali, if you're there. listening to this episode, happy birthday. I'm gonna Thanks. call her. Let's see what's up.
1: Happy birthday, Kashali. I'm 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 messing around right now.
0: Just number also, but yeah, she isn't going to pick up, <laughs> but okay, I will call her as soon as I' done recording,
1: yeah, I just texted her, Hey, I didn't even I didn't even know that, but I just sent her a happy birthday message., huh. so what were we saying? Um, I have no idea. Uh, But to answer your question, type of clothing that I dislike passionately, I guess would be low effort clothing. Now, I don't mean stuff that is, that literally has like three words on it. Sometimes those three words have had a lot of thought that goes behind it. They've had a hundred drafts that go behind just selecting these three words. And there have been pieces from some of my favorite designers that from a first glance would be like, did he just think of these three words and throw them onto a shirt? But when you look at like the, ethos of the company and you look at the sort of meaning of the collection and shit like that it really falls into place and you can tell that it took a lot of thinking to get to so when i say low effort i don't necessarily mean you know um just like simple, simple
0: looking up. clothing yeah, like I, yeah.
1: by by low effort i mean you know hop on trend it's copy and paste design like uh,
0: nothing original nothing yeah. creative yeah
1: Yeah, because at the end of the day, that's what clothing is, right? And it's an expression of your creativity as a designer. And if you're just going to steal designs or replicate stuff that you've seen a hundred times, it's A, yes, you may make money. It may sell because it is a trend. It is popular. But B, it's like, that's kind of what defines a designer versus like just someone who's making clothes to make money. Uh, And yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's my response to that one
0: okay um shows with the best costume design
1: Bang a question um
0: I have a good answer for this so go okay so firstly let me just state that I'll always appreciate shows that use costuming like as a way of storytelling even though I don't like like visually what I'm seeing but if it's adding to the story and what the characters are doing. I'll always appreciate that. Um, I don't know if you've watched Bridgerton but there's something that I noticed. Kate, like she always wears these really dark colors throughout the whole season, right? But at the end, when she's finally falling in love, then she's wearing like this orange dress. So just like symbolism like that, that makes shows fun to watch. But now, Sailor Moon, I haven't watched Sailor Moon, but oh my God, does that show do a good job with costume design. And it's like with anime shows specifically, it's kind of like a theme to give all the characters just like one uniform that they wear for the whole show.
1: Right.
0: But Sailor Moon, like the girls in it, they constantly wear different clothing from different like Japanese subcultures. And and like even the villains, like some of them are just out there fighting in nuclear body suits, hmm. and there's so much attention to detail, and there's so many like references to like high fashion. And I haven't watched Sailor Moon. Like I plan on it, but I just have a problem with starting new shows. Yeah. But I saw this video on YouTube, which was about Sailor Moon and its fashion influences, and I was like, "What the fuck, bro? This is really cool."
1: Yeah, man. I mean people forget that, like, uh, Japanese video, like, like Japanese film, whether it's anime or whether it's like a movie or whatever, it still comes from the country with some of the greatest design that the world has ever seen, right? And so it's rare to find an anime that ha- does not have a good, uh, you know, sense of, uh, style in terms of costume design. Uh, and yeah. I don't know, in terms of anime i really liked the costume design on this show called cowboy bebop uh it, it was pretty good uh but in terms of attention to detail right i think that's what really makes um a good style uh especially if it's set in a certain time period and i haven't i haven't seen stranger things uh much to my friends anger but they you
0: still haven't watched it
1: oh man i see
0: Dude.
1: I know it's a good show, right? I want to watch it. But, like, I just know everything that happens. So, it's just, like, what's the point? Uh, That's
0: why you have to watch it, like, as soon as it comes out.
1: Yeah, but I've seen, I think, until season two. And, you know, like, like, I'm not going to get to feel the pain when Hopper dies. Because I know that boy coming back to life, right? So.
0: Yeah, I mean, fair enough, but.
1: Yeah, but obviously it is a really, in terms of design, the clothing design, I saw this interview uh, with Millie Bobby Brown, my wife, and she was saying, uh, she was talking about basically how the tags on the clothes and uh, just the shit that they were wearing in the the show was actually from the 80s, right? And they were literally, like the, the costume designers knew their shit. They studied, they worked hard, they actually sourced clothing from these eras. Uh, and I think that is what really makes the difference, right? When you can find something that has been uh, artificially worn and made to look old versus something that actually has gone through the sequence of time, it's it's very different. So I definitely appreciate a good level of attention to detail on a show. yeah. Uh, and that's where I, I think a lot of these like 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 crown is also a really good representation of that because there's nothing in there that does not fit the time that it was that it's set in. So yeah, that's that's kind of my reply for, uh, for that. Um, time.
0: another show that I'd like to point out is The Nanny, and it's like this really old '90s sitcom, but it's one of my favorite shows. It's like it's such a time pass show. It's like <laughs> full house vibes it's not that serious you can just kind of chill and watch it but I think that's like a testament to how like contemporary costuming is like also kind of very difficult to do and a lot of like shows and movies they only in terms of like costumes they only get recognized if it's like period costuming or like it's something really extra but it's like still a challenge and a task to have great contemporary costuming. So The Nanny does a good job with that. Clueless, the movie. That's one of my favorite movies. Like I would literally die if someone made me like an algorithm that literally made me outfits. Like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, here's my take on that, right? I kind of feel like the reason people really like those shows is because that style is kind of back in right now. And because people like the style that is trendy and cool right now, uh, people gravitate towards shows from time periods where this type of clothing was just kind of normal. So maybe back then, like it was like, I know that the the outfits in *Clueless*, I have seen this movie, they're cool, right? And they were cool even back then. Uh, But I think in terms of just like, a lot of basic ways that people would dress in the 90s have become a cool way to dress in the late 2010s and like now the 2020s. And so I think that is uh, kind of like a gray area between... um, It's
0: just like a romanticism of like style. Yeah,
1: definitely. Cool. So what are some of your closet essentials for the summer?
0: um this summer i've like i have some really great ideas and pieces that i want to make but obviously it takes a lot of time and effort Mm. but something that's kind of in the works right now are these pair of like cotton pants that have a straight leg and i think it's a good time and they're white so it's like summery i'm kind of excited to finish that but Low-waisted many skirts. Like I don't care what's going on. I will always love low-waisted many skirts. And the shorter they are, the better.
1: Much to the disdain of many aunts and uncles in the city. But yeah, I but... yeah, I mean, in terms of short things, I I love I love a good pair of shorts. And I think it's an area where people can can do a lot more experimentation working with shorts because for a lot of people shorts are just the convenient way to wear bottoms right people wear shorts to the gym because who's going to wear a pair of pants to the gym unless they're like sweatpants or uh like literal like you know clothes made for the gym um yeah and so i think shorts wise i really like uh like technical like tactical shorts with like a shit on of pockets and hella zips and stuff basically like the cargo pant equivalent of shorts with just a lot more thought that's gone into into the production. There's this really cool designer, Cody Phillips, who made this awesome pair of shorts, which I am definitely going to be purchasing. uh, Because I think my legs are the biggest part of my body. Um, I think so having those open and available to the wind is obviously important so shorts are a big thing i am going to be wearing this summer i obviously it's really
0: to... practical like mumbai heat has no joke and yeah.
1: there ain't no way i'm wearing pants man it's not a joke like yeah it's, just, it's half because i'm gonna sweat to death and half because i, w- I will look kind of insane if i decide to pull out you know the skirt and pants and just wear them <laughs> so
0: uh summer is a good time for some accessories yeah Uh, I've been like summer just gives you an excuse to wear like glasses everywhere like sunglasses I can just wear Mm. them all the time and it's like totally fine I have like this pair of Cartier sunglasses that they have and it's like very reminiscent of like a two thousand and ten sort of aesthetic but i really like it i'm excited to wear those and in terms of accessories ribbons and like ballet core in general mm. has been making a really big comeback and i've just been experimenting with adding feminine touches to my outfit so feminine
1: touches. i i yeah definitely appreciate um when i am able to do that and when other people can do that like in a in a way that's not tacky uh so That is, that's awesome. Um, For me, I, like most normal people, wear a lot of t-shirts. But I, I'm a big fan of sort of the comeback of like collared, like shirts, uh, short sleeve, you know, safari type shirts. There is this sick brand called Karu Research that I have been looking at recently. I think I've talked about it before. Uh, they make just amazing, amazing shirts uh, out of a lot of Indian fabrics, and they use a lot of Indian dyeing techniques, and I mean, I've always been in love with that, and the rest of the world is beginning to love that now, so when I am in London this summer, uh, in July, I am going to visit some of their uh, stores where they retail at, and pick up some cool stuff, but Yeah, uh, I think we actually might have to end this episode here because we did make a commitment to 30-minute episodes, but we will get a part two.
0: We will.
1: All right. Awesome.